Welcome back to Calling the Dog with Chansey and Sheep. It feels like we just did this. <laughs> this terrible thing. We just had a sucky uh, uh, episode that started out being pissed off. <laughs> yep. Uh, but this is an entirely different pissed off. Uh, how, how are you, man? You doing okay? I'm pissed off. <laughs> Good. I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's like I'm in mourning at this point, but... You know, it's we just talked about it, but it, you know, it's a completely different feel right now. This is not a game that you come out of and you're like, okay, let's. I, I've got some. I got some stuff I can hang my hat on. Don't get me wrong. There's some certain things that uh, certain players that played pretty well this in this game that I can you know point out. But I definitely just coming out of the SEC championship, I was like, gosh, we still like we were hanging with the giant. You know, we were. Fromm was playing incredible. Uh, we had our receivers. Everybody was in focus and everything like that. And it was pretty much the complete opposite for this game. Like, we came in there asleep, and we stayed asleep throughout the entire ball game. Well, and it was just as in the SEC Championship was a team effort, and you could point to every guy, like, showing up and, and playing their game. This game was the same exact way, except just the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone really played horrible. Um, <clears throat> that well, that's not a hundred percent true. Like you said, some guys played well, but as a team and coaching and every this this was a and I'm sure the equipment staff they sucked it up to the, on 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 Tuesday too because everybody was playing terrible. I mean, it was just play calls were off. Uh, Nothing went right, and um, I mean, there's just no, there's no excuse for it, and um, and you already hear about, I mean, you can come up with all kinds of reasons, and um, of why we come out soft like that, and and just playing all our heels the whole game, um, but it it was embarrassing. I mean, it was just. It was. That's the, I, I just that's the best felt, way to put it. I felt it. the whole time. I mean, I just felt the whole time. I just felt like, my God, like I. At that point, I was like, hell, I don't want to be here. Like this is terrible. Like I mean, we we don't deserve this. I mean, and somebody had shown the stat uh, the other day that in the playoffs that now including us, the number five C or the number five ranked team after the playoff. Uh, rankings come out as one in four in bowl games uh, following. And, and obviously there's I, – and I'm sure we're going to talk about why that is or why people think that is. But um, we did not come out there looking like the number five team in the country. No. In any in <clears throat> any facet. Nope. 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 It, you know, my timeline went like this. Holy poop. Can we get a punter – to kick the ball and maybe not kneel it. Now I'll say the kneel, the kneel port was not entirely his fault by any means, and he boomed that punt when he got up. I mean, it was a great punt, uh, but obviously he was tearing himself up on the sidelines. <laughs> then he comes back in the second punt and shanks the hell out of it. I think it went like ten yards, something like that. It went eleven. Oh, it was double digits. Eleven yards. Eleven <laughs> yards. And so he started off with me being like. Well, well, hell, we're going to lose this game because of our punting. And then I was like, our receivers can't catch anything. Couldn't catch a cold. And then I was like, 
Fromm couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. And then I was like, well, it doesn't really matter if we score because our defense can't hold them, can't stop number 11 on the other team. I mean, more kudos. I mean, Sam Ellinger, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but, you know, you got to give that guy credit. He was he was poised. Uh, he was composed. He was he was prepared, and you could tell that he wanted it more. And at the bottom, you know, at the end of the day, we can we can talk about you know the excuses coming into this game. Well, you know, everybody was distracted by Justin Fields. You know, everybody was distracted by the fact that you know our players were tweeting before the game about you know or leading up to the game about the fact that they got snubbed from the playoffs. And then everybody comes in here thinking we're about to blow out Texas, who had already lost four ball games this year. And you could tell that our team was just nothing but distracted. I don't know how we re- I, I honestly don't know how we didn't see this coming from a mile away. Everything was lining up to where we were not going to be playing well in this ball game. But it's an entirely different subject to think we got blown out. 28 to 21? No, it wasn't that close. You know that. Everybody, Dog Nation knows that. We got blown out. We got bested in every facet of the game, like you said. So, I don't know. There's there's certain things. Here, here are my my biggest point is at least defensively, which you know I I, I watch. I don't know. I like to pay attention to the defense a lot and and figure out you know these these playmakers that we got. And I I remember thinking this earlier in the year, if we had did not have DeAndre Baker and DeAndre Walker in a game. We we don't have a pass rush and we don't have a lock well, you know, quote unquote lockdown corner, right? So you don't have your best you don't have have your best defensive back, you don't have your best pass rusher, and then Jordan Davis, who I considered I literally these are the three most important players on our defense. You don't have any anybody up up, you know, excuse me, in the middle to play nose guard. I mean, don't I mean we have some boys that played hard right there, but we didn't have. I mean, that that Jordan Davis is a big boy. He fills that spot so well, and he's developed and progressed, and I love it. So you have your best interior lineman, your best cornerback or defensive back, and then your best pass rusher, all out for this ball game, to where you're facing a quarterback who I, I'm not going to say he's like a he's a gunslinger, but he's not like the most accurate quarterback of all time. I think he's an incredible player, maybe not the best thrower or passer, but the guy's a winner, and he's going to beat you with his legs if he has to. And, man, they ran a, they ran power plays with him the whole day. They would pull the left guard, run on, run like right inside the tackle, and, and they would basically ISO the linebacker using him as the running back, which is, you know, of course, there was all these, you know, comparisons to Tebow, uh, you know, and all that stuff, and <clears throat> I'm not gonna do that to Sam because I think he's a good, <laughs> you know, I think he's a good guy. I, I appreciate him. Obviously, Tebow is a good guy, but uh, we're not gonna say that on this podcast. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that was that's kind of how I saw it. You know, from the very beginning. I mean, that's how I digested the game. Was like, wow, this went wrong. This went wrong. This went wrong. We're missing these guys. I just can't really couldn't understand how we couldn't move the ball down the field either. Well, the the play calling was questionable uh, at best uh, in, in a lot of situations, but you, you kind of hit it for, for how we couldn't move the ball down the field. I mean, when they put when we put Swift in, they just they just stacked the box. <clears throat> yep, they're like 
you're not gonna you're not gonna run on us. I mean, we're we're gonna give you the we'll give you the the, the ball the deep ball down the field. We'll give you, the, but we're we're coming after you. And I mean, that's why like when Swift, I mean, he had his uh, the two fumbles, but one that we uh, we got back, but. A lot of a couple though. I mean, a, a lot of times. I mean, they were getting him in the backfield. I mean, they just bull rushed us. It's the whole. I mean, I mean, the whole time. I mean, they just when he came in, it's like you're not going to run. We're not going to let you do like run the highlights from our, our uh, plays of the year and just like juke and jive us in the open field. They just they just weren't going to let. I mean, it was a great strategy for them. They knew exactly they just, when to blitz us. Yeah, they sent the blitz at the exact right time. And we ne- yeah, we never did anything to, to to you know to come counter it. But if we but at the same time, I think Fromm was I think Fromm was he was obviously wasn't fifty fifty in his shot in his throws down the field, but the ones that he he act, I mean he threw a few that just got flat out dropped, like yeah. that hit him in the hand and like JJ was just he was not on at all Riley had one that he dropped a big one that he dropped and I mean they were in open field I mean a, a couple of them were and 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 JJ I mean there was a couple that I mean that are that are contested but usually they're just he's they're automatic usually he's and gonna he, come it down. wasn't like one right and it wasn't one that he just and it wasn't like oh he missed that one but he got the next one no he missed all of them he he missed them all yeah, and 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 it was a lack, and, and this is what it kind of boiled down to for me. It was the lack of focus, just across the board. Um, and I really was really was hoping that coach was going to have us ready. And, and I, I guess, and and we were we were high on our own supply for this whole the, the last month and a half. Sure as hell. And, and just and, and the coaching staff was even on it. And you could you could almost tell, and the fact, and it wasn't the fact that we were tweeting. It was the. It was the fact that there was never the, the and maybe to me it's like, I knew they were all thinking that. But if you don't have the reins on the guys to be like to to make get them in the mindset of I don't need to say it now. I'm gonna say it on Tuesday. Yep. Like to me, I guess I and maybe I just don't get it, and and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. But to me, that's just like the that, that that's the how that works. You you have a control over your team. That to me, that's the first freaking thing that like you say in a team meeting. It's like this game. Like you you guys know you should have been in this game that they're about to play, and if they crap the bed. You need to be the ones to show them on Tuesday why we should have been there instead of them. Like, I mean, that's that's to me that's all, and and that was probably said, and, and I'm sure that, but but hell, it didn't look like it, and no. and I and I just, I and I hope that and kind of let's back up again. This is Kirby's third time, third seat, third year as a head football coach. We have gone through the SEC championship two out of three years. We've gone to playoff one year, and we've gone to a New Year's Six Bowl. We haven't been to the Sugar Bowl since 2007 or eight or whatever it was. And that's special, and we have done some special things. But this year, 
our three biggest games, we lost all three of them. Yep. And two of them were just doo doo. Com- yeah, just we got we got just raped. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna disagree with me. Yeah. And 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 our composure and and even my mom said it. My mom was like, at after the first quarter, she said Kirby looks just like he did in the LSU game. Jake looks just like he did in the, like from a from the face. Like she wasn't talking about how that she was like she's like his eyes look just like he did during the LSU. Game. Yeah, they, they both had big eyes in the LSU. Yeah, game. and they, and they were just and they and, and I was like, mom, you are absolutely right. <laughs> this is, I mean, they were and obviously there are some similarities in how we played, but it's like, man, you've got we got to, we got to act like this is an important game. Like and and you no, nobody can convince me. That us going and playing prime time on New Year's Day in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in New Orleans is not a big deal. And the fact that we, and people are making comparisons to Nick Saban's second year when they lost to Utah in the Sugar Bowl, and it was basically the same scenario. And and I'm like, I don't give a rat's ass. Like, <laughs> that's not my That's not my team. Like yeah. I don't care about him. Like that's, but the same freaking thing happened. Like that was that that was the same formula that you can't you can't get if if you we didn't have the leadership in place on the coaching staff and on the and on the and players suited up to get us ready for this game, and and I'm I'm concerned about our leadership from a player perspective because even this year. Like J.R. Reed ste- stepped up, but we had we had nobody offensively. And J.R. Reed was more of a vocal leader, and we had and, and DeAndre Walker was a, a phenomenal leader, and, and Baker. So we had those guys on defense, but offensively, nobody has stepped up to be that guy. No one has come in and, and said when the t- when the game is when the game is going the wrong direction, I'm going to put the team on my back. There was a guy number eleven on Texas, who who did that yes on Tuesday. He he went he straight up said I'm gonna win this game, and, and he's like, you're either with me or I'm gonna do it by myself. And, and and that and we had nobody willing to do that. And to me, that's the that's the most concerning thing leaving this game because Jake Jake has to be our guy. Yep. And he was the exact opposite. Um, that just across the board, he he wasn't being vocal. He wasn't he wasn't doing anything to get our guys pumped up. And I hope this was just a swift kick to the balls and got us ready to go. Because I mean, you got to chew. We we got to chew on the national championship for six months and last year. But we had the Rose Bowl to come off of to, to as something like. We we played incredible in both of those games to get to that point. Right, but we we just we crapped the bed on this one. I mean, as as plain as you can. And now now you've got to go six months with that uh, that being your only that that's that's what you that's what you get to go the next six months and and, and do. They're going we're going instead of one pass at the end of the game that they're going to show for the national championship. They've got a whole sixty minutes. 
uh, of you sucking it up. Yep. Rant over. Sorry. I, Sorry. I was enjoying that. <laughs> you don't. You, you don't have to stop. Don't feel like I need to talk because I like. I would rather you talk. God dang it! <laughs> it was un- just ridiculous. I, I mean, yeah. It's it's kind of um, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of our fan base that is like, goodness gracious, the sky's falling, the world is ending, doom and gloom. It's the I mean, it's terrible. Don't get me wrong. That was about as as poor of a performance that we've seen from this team since we played Alabama in 2015. That's my that's I, I'm pretty sure that that that's how kind of how I feel. I mean, we've we've kind of you know shit the bed. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, we kind of shit the bed against LSU, but there was still like a little bit of fight, I guess, at, at times. But against Alabama in 2015, we rolled over and died after the first quarter. Against this team this year, I mean against Texas this year, I think it literally it was about like a quarter and a half. You know when they when we punted on the first, so when we had the first first play from scrimmage, I looked over and I, and uh, I told my brother, I said we're going to run the ball and it's going to be a tackle for a loss. Sure enough, we ran a draw play for for a one loss tackle. I mean excuse me, tackle for one. One loss of one yard. And then we didn't do... I'm pretty sure we ran two run plays right after that. We never start off a game going for going for the, the juggler, man. We never, ever do it. We never go fast at the very beginning. And, you know, this is kind of one of those things we kind of discussed before before we started recording. But I, I, I don't... We've got way too many playmakers on this offense... And a lot of them are probably going to leave, or a decent amount of them are going to probably going to leave. We're going to lose a few guys to uh, to graduation, Terry Goblin. Uh, but actually, it's really just mostly Terry. There might be a couple other guys on offense. But, I mean, we're a young offense. We've got so many playmakers. And then all of a sudden, we just are really one. I mean, like, not one-dimensional as in, like, we only run the ball. But one-dimensional in that we stay within... Like it's almost like we just stay within the hash marks is the best way for me to kind of like relate it to the game. It's just like, eh, we never really try to do anything crazy, you know. Not saying we never go outside. I'm I'm saying I don't mean this like super literally, but that's the best way I can put it is like we just never do anything outside of our 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 you know bounds, like outside of our walls that we put up and say this is I'm gonna be stubborn. I'm gonna I'm gonna run this this ISO up the middle on a third and three every time kind of thing like that. We never do a play fake and then dump it to a sc- on a screen ball right there. I mean, Texas dialed the blitzes up all day at the exact right time. I mean, you're talking about some guys who studied some film. They knew exactly when they needed to send guys. And you know where they sent them? Right up the middle. They sent blitzers up the middle in the A-gaps. And our line was not ready for that. I don't know if that's because they had not shown that all year or what, but our line, whenever they sent two guys in the A gaps, I mean Lamont is a hell of a player, hell of a player, damn good dog. But in this game, I dude, dude was clueless on where he needed to go. It was weird, and and, and he wasn't getting any help from the outside either. I mean, or to the guys from the left and right of him. So that's what really surprised me the most is the the fact that. Not only did our, you know, our quarterback struggled, and we've seen that before. You know, we've seen from, I mean, like you said, he played just like he did against LSU. 
We've seen that before, but we have not seen our offensive line not even really get bullied around, but just like seem like they don't know what they were supposed to do and so many times. Even pass protection. You know, these guys in pass protection, uh, you know, say, say they're sending seven guys, you know, they're supposed to be able to try to handle, you know, that, that extra man, and then the running back, you know, picks up, picks up the sixth guy. So even then... Holyfield and Swift were like they were trying to get out on their on their, their escape routes, you know, the uh, delayed routes. So it's it was really just like cohesively we were not playing as a, as as unit. We weren't on the nobody was on the same page. We had receivers that were dropping balls that they've never dropped in their lives, and then we had Fromm. I, I you know, it was weird. Like like you said at the very beginning, like he threw a, a dime. To Holloman down the left sideline, you know he threw he threw a couple other good passes, but it was like a flip of a switch, man. I mean Terry Goblin, whenever he did that long he did that long flat uh, not flat route, sorry, uh, like he basically ran a long skinny long post across the field and was going to be open and was going to turn it up for a touchdown kind of thing, and he just completely underthrew him. I mean it was so. It's a terrible throw. So anyway, it's kind of one of those things you look back and you're like, I, it makes more sense that the defense struggled because Texas's offense is not bad, um, and and the defense held their own for for a decent amount of time. And, and like some players, Devontae Wyatt played really well. I mean, I was I was proud of that guy. Uh, Juwan Taylor played his butt off for his last game of his career. Uh, J.R. Reed started. He was once we were down, man. That guy started to come up, and I mean. He may not be the best guy in coverage, but I mean the guy came up and filled holes and like at least was hustling. You know, I'm never gonna hate on a guy for that hustles like that and and makes plays because he hustles. You know, even if they get eight yards and he he pops a guy. I mean, he destroyed a guy after he got eight yards, but he's still coming up, still giving that heart and that hustle. But then there was guys that just absolutely couldn't tackle. Yeah, man, we we had a sack of potatoes sitting back there in the in the defensive backfield at the opposite safety, man. <laughs> number number two, number two. What? No arms, no arms to count. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just tie him behind his back, man. I, God it, bless. Yeah, lots of blur- lots of shoulders blur- being thrown around. God, he was he was awful. Um, you know what's crazy? He still had seven tackles on the game. Like I don't, I don't know how, but most of the tackles that he gets, it's like, hold on for the ride, <laughs> you know. It's never. I mean, and he was supposed to be the hard hitting safety that next Greg Blue, next Thomas Davis, whatever. L, freaking O L. That was <laughs> he. He's awful. I mean, he is just. The only the only time I've recognized him in the game is when his body was just flailing around, when he was just, just he was just throwing it at somebody, and, and 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 like all his limbs were just and he was just bouncing off of people. I mean, he he was a that gum. He was really a it was bad. It was, um, and and he was by far the the rough spot in in the defense. And I'm I'm not saying everybody else played extremely well, but. I think overall we held our own in certain situations, uh, but we should never like we get pushed around. We talked about it. I mean, like you know, we we got pushed around by a quarterback who just would hold on to the ball, wait for his blockers, and they 
they destroyed our defensive ends. Oh yeah. I mean, Ledbetter played his butt off, and I'm proud of him, and he's a damn good dog. But he can only do so much, man. We we he he got pushed around. I mean, he made some plays, but he got pushed around a a good amount. Well, and and that was the thing too is Texas they they didn't do anything just they didn't do anything crazy. I mean, no, they everything was just very textbook for them. I mean, across the really across the the board. Um, it, it was just like we were surprised by everything, and I was just sitting there. It's like you know that's the same freaking offense they've been running all season. You had a whole season's worth of tape on because it's all Ellinger, it's all him. Yeah, <laughs> he is everything for them, and you don't do a damn thing to disrupt him. <laughs> like not like it. It just it, it baffled me, and 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 I will say like. We should have been losing. I told you this earlier. We should have been losing thirty-five to seven at halftime. Yeah. Like, so defensively, they've got some excuses, and like I don't like excuses. But you just lost your defensive coordinator. You've lost a lot of your assistants. Um, your three of your best, like you just mentioned, our three best defensive players were not playing. Um, so to hold them to twenty-eight points when you went into halftime at 20 to keep to to main to hold them for the rest of the game to only one touchdown i was i was proud that was like our one thing you could kind of you could kind of be like okay guys they played they played hard our defense played hard because we put them in terrible situations the whole game i mean they were getting we were punting the ball horribly until later in the game we were kneeing it you know, on inside the 20, we were fumbling the ball, doing all that kind of crap. We never had ownership of field possession. I mean, it was uh, field position. But offensively, I just, like, it, you think with a month, you, you'd like, like, let's try this thing. This is new. Let's yeah. just do this one time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, I, I don't – Defensively, you don't really have to to change a whole lot. Offensively, they've got a whole month to look at your tape, and I just it was it was wild, man. Um, I, I couldn't quite understand. It's just like he wouldn't give up. You don't have to give up on the run, but when it's not there at the beginning, you can throw open the run a little bit. But I guess you can't really throw the throw the run open when nobody catches it or your quarterback can't throw. So never mind. <laughs> it's just whatever. Yeah. And, and for as bad as Fromm was was throwing the ball at times, and and for as good as he was at uh, throwing the ball, and the receivers were just dropping him at the beginning of the game. I mean, there was also plenty of times where he didn't have a half a second. I mean, these guys were on mm-hmm. him from the snap. They were on him. I mean, it was like it was the most well timed <laughs> blitzes of all time. <laughs> It was a it was a full team effort uh, I, for sure. I do want to mention one guy on the d- defense that I thought I, that needs to get a little bit of credit, but that Devon Wilson, number sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, I mean, you know, he tore his ACL before the season started, and they were they were talking about. It. He's like, man, this guy before then, because I think he was an early enrollee, but they were like, look, before before he tore his knee, this guy was looking good. And then, you know, we heard about that all through the year, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, he's healthy now. So he he started in the game, and 
he looked pretty good, man. He was quick. He came up on the if if he was covering a guy and it, they you know ran ran towards him like he came up on the run and laid licks. I mean, I thought he looked good. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things that you know we've we've even got some guys that are still sitting on the bench that we've we don't know how good they are, yeah. we, including Justin Fields. <laughs> I mean, you know, but at the same time, I'm not going to open up that kind of worms. But you know, it's kind of one of those things that you you sit back and you're like, well, there's still Zeus, number one running back in the country, uh, as, you know, as a recruit towards towards ACL. Like, you know, this I'm I'm excited to see him. I hope he he progresses and he re- rehabs, and he's going to be coming back and he's going to be a, a force next year. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things. We got so much talent. We got to make sure we, we, like I told you, we got to just optimize this thing. You know, we got to make sure we've got the right boys, especially on defense. I think offense is, besides the offensive line, I think we know who our boys are, you know, on the outside and behind, you know, obviously with, you know, in the backfield. But with offensive line, man, we've got this luxury where we've got, we've got guys, I mean, Trey Hill is going to move to center and then we've got what, like potentially like four guards, five guards. They're going to be fighting over two spots next year. I don't even know who's going to be our backup tackles, you know, kind of thing. I mean, we've, we've got some boys, but still. Um, I just want to make sure Devod Wilson – I mean, Devod Wilson played well. I think that there's a handful of guys. We need to get more meat on number one on defense. We need to get more meat on 56. And they are going to be disgusting – but right now they're just undersized, man. They can't bull rush. Like Brendan Cox tries to bull rush guys throughout the entire game, and he just can't do it, man. Also, yeah. Sam Ellinger's like what two thirty five, two forty? Isn't that what they said? How big is this guy? I can't. I mean, it was something like that. He's, uh, man. He's six three, two thirty five. I didn't know he was that freaking big. <laughs> and then you see him out there, and you're like, I mean, I hadn't watched Texas like th- that closely this year, but you see him out there, and you're like, damn, that boy's big. <laughs> He's huge. <laughs> he also wears that like wraparound, uh, you know, guard on his on his mm-hmm. on his abdomen, I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's that makes him look a little bit bigger, but still, the guy's just stout. He's kind of one of those guys that. You, we always struggle. I mean, we struggle with a quarterback like that that can literally fall for three yards. You know, just like if you pop him one time, he's going to get three. And we definitely did that. We let them get a lot of yards after contact. That's Especially what, number two. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said that the uh, they had the, the counter going on Twitter on how many <laughs> yeah. he was missing or something like that. God bless, man. He was awful. You know who I wanted uh, to keep in the ball game like the entire time after he got in there for a second? Brian Harrion. He wanted it, man. God bless. I, when they took him out, I was like, put him at receiver. Yeah. And, well, he scored our he scored our only well real touchdown, our only touchdown of the first half. But yeah. I was like, keep that guy. In, in, like he wants this, just like he wanted to be at the University of Georgia. You know. Somebody was talking about how he might transfer this year. I'm like, no. That guy, like, he earned his spot here. There and he he loves Kirby. Kirby gave him his spot. I mean, he he he's gonna stay. This is this is a guy who's just gonna be a damn good dog and he's gonna be fine with it. I mean, why why transfer like le- this late in your career too? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, he played I mean he brought a he, he brought like a spark. 
I mean, yeah. we, we were playing. I mean, because he, cause he, it was weird. He was the only one playing hard, and that got other people excited to play hard. Huh. <laughs> what the hell, man? It's not a, <clears throat> Oh, God. Anyway, I'm glad you mentioned him because I, I had not, honestly, I had been a, a while since I had thought about him. Um, well, I kind of forgot about it, and then I was like, wait, there was that one run where I was like, wow. <laughs> That guy wants oh, yeah. it. It was Brian. It was Brian. <laughs> Our fourth Brian. string uh, running back, you know? God, dog. It, it's, it's wild. It really is wild. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it. and, and I, I do want to, like we said, you, you mentioned it earlier, everybody's freaking out, doom and gloom. I'm not saying this is like the end of our <laughs> – this is the end of football for Georgia. Like, <laughs> this, this is like – this is the beginning. But you, when you've seen the talent that you, you've put on the field and you know what you're capable of, you do not want your guys to play like that, to just go out there and not care. Because it, it just that, – that's what hurt me the most is like th- this – it doesn't bother me that we got beat. It bothers me that we didn't come to play. Like, if we had shown up and they had just outmanned us and we we just, like, I don't know, if they just beat us because they were that much better than us, sure, but they were not. I mean, the the, the part of me is just that they didn't want it, and and that, that just, I just struggle with that personally. Um, yeah, it's but. it's it's the fashion in which we got beat. Like yeah. the SEC championship hurt really, really bad. But at the very least, like you said, like we had something to hang our hat on. You know, there was something to be proud of. At you know, kind of, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, this. But then there's this this kind of losing. It's something honestly I did not expect to happen after Kirby took the helm. Like I never thought that we would come into a ball game. And not be ready to freaking go, you know. And you sit back. Well, that's, and you, that's what you our, look- that was our confidence, like coming into the coming into the game, like when we had the preview episode. Like we talked about it. We're like, all we basically laid it all out. We're like, all these things are lining up against us, but Kirby Smart. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and that's exactly what we said. And it was, it, nope, it all lined up like it was supposed to. And then we we shit the bed. Yeah. We, <laughs> I mean, that was exactly We shit the bed and about. we walled around in it, man. I mean, you know, we we got in it. We got, we we, we, we pooped the bed and then we were fine with it. We, God bless, man. It's just kind of a, it's just so demoralizing. You need to have something. I don't care if you win the toilet bowl or the, the holiday bowl or what bowl you know the red box bowl you want to win your bowl game going into the season you have to have some some momentum some positive momentum or at least play a team really hard but man you just really felt like honestly you just I felt the wind go out from under our sails so quickly we looked we looked lost in the first half immediately when they drove down I mean I remember thinking when they drove down uh, and, and just kind of shoved it down our throat, the their first drive to score a touchdown. I just remember thinking, if we don't answer that touchdown right now, we are definitely going to lose this ball game. And I, you know, I may be a prophet. I don't know, but 
to be man it wasn't hard to prophesy next <laughs> man i want to know how many people just after that first touchdown said hmm let me put some money on tejas right now i mean i, I guarantee you because you know we were favored by we were favored by like 13 points by game time and and it's kind of one of those things i remember reading something about a team that's favored by double digits that's like playing in a new year's bowl after losing their championship or something ridiculous it's like one and one and seven or something like that and just like well this is this is this is a kirby smart team (laughs) is that ain't gonna happen to us yeah well anyway I, i mean i think we've uh we've and I well, I, I hadn't mentioned this. If that if that cow had done anything to our dog, I would have driven to Texas and just I would have slaughtered it. <laughs> it would have been uh, it would have been some animal cruelty <laughs> on that thing. When you said when you said that, but, all I could think is, damn, that'd be some good steaks. <laughs> well, the and the thing that's ridiculous is like bulls are like actively aggressive at the color red. And you're gonna put the damn dog who's wearing a red jersey out in front of him, where all these people. And also, can we just like, can we talk about the fact that he was just in a bunch of like little barriers, like there wasn't anything like structured holding that massive creature in. Yeah. He almost he almost decapitated that one. Did you see that? He almost decapitated that one girl. Uh, she was taking pictures from the barrier. She had her back against the barrier that Bevo was standing behind. Yeah. And the first time it like went up, it hit her in the back of the head. Yeah. And it bumped, it got her. And if she didn't duck, when he went through, he would have took her head off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. But anyway, what I, is it? What is, I mean, I don't know how much that thing weighs, but uh, it's heavy. This is a thing that could easily kill you. You know, I, I think it's supposed supposedly. I think it's sedated or something like that. But I don't really care, man. If you got a, a, a live creature like that that could literally kill people if it trampled them, I mean, I'm not. I'm not okay with you just putting. Oh, let me just put these barriers. They don't even connect or anything. They just boom. You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. It's just anyway. kind of. Yeah, I agree, man. I would have wanted to. You know. Pretty much kill that thing and eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, definitely gonna die. Um, um, but yeah, so I think we've I think we have uh, talked about this extensively. Uh, anything else you need to say about this terrible experience? No, oh, I did, oh, never mind. I did have one thing to say. This I was literally having first quarter. I was starting starting to have uh, PTSD about 05 Sugar Bowl against West Virginia. Went in at halftime. 28 to nothing it was the same freaking thing same exact game like it was just we lost that game by like three points but we had been beat the whole time it yep. was <clears throat> this is not our first rodeo at losing a game like this <laughs> so. i i i'm gonna f- f- end with some similar comments there's been basically there hasn't been that many times where i've said i don't really care to watch this anymore i did i watched the whole game uh, and for a football game, 2009 Tennessee, whenever they just had us, I think they were beating us 35 to nothing at halftime, and I'm pretty sure I stopped watching it at halftime. And then when we when we played the Liberty Liberty Bowl against UCF, and lost like what 10 to six or something like that. Yes, there was there was definitely a point in that game where I said I'm just gonna stop. Like I, I I'm normally I'm just like uh, you know what I want to 
make sure I'm there for these guys. But this is this is the third time that I can think of. I'm sure there's probably been a couple more where I'm like, eh. oh yeah, uh, 2012 South Carolina. That's another one. So anyway, yeah, I mean it was just kind of a. I was pretty ready to just turn that thing off pretty quickly, but last game of the season, I toughed it out. But anyway. Dogs, uh, we just got to have a good spring, and let's come to the season. Our team is going to be really good. Let's just not S the bed again, you know. It's as simple as that. We're going to be better next year. I never thought in my wildest dreams that we would really actually contend for a national championship this year. We came within a touchdown of, you know, winning winning the SEC championship and having a berth in the, in the playoff. So I really – I mean, obviously, you hate to go out like this, but we still – did better than I thought we would do. I'm not going to sit here and say we overachieved because of the way we ended, but we did. I did, we did better than I thought. Yeah, well, it's just that when you see how well you can do, and then you just don't do it because of lack of effort. Yep, that's what that's what hurts. That's like, like I was with you. I didn't expect us to get to the playoff again, but when then you see that you are more than capable of getting there, yep. and you just can't do it, <clears throat> then that's what that's what sucks. But that does paint. That paints a bright future, um, and I think we can. But we both agree that the future is exciting, but um, you you don't want crap like this to happen. <laughs> no, and I and I, I am I you know I have full faith that we're going to build off of this. I have full faith that this spring we're really going to find some leaders in this team somewhere. I hope they grow some leaders I don't know but there's there's gonna be a lot of young talent next year that is going to kick some butt on the field but we need more vocal guys we need guys that are willing to to get in somebody's like their teammates face and say you didn't do your damn job get back out there and correct that mistake you know we need we have to have that presence on the field Fromm has to be uh, you know a vocal leader Anyway, that's um. Tim Worley said it best. I'm sorry we didn't mention this earlier. Tim Worley said it best. If you haven't read his comments, which this thing exploded, I saw it this morning. And now it's everywhere. But if you haven't seen his comments about you know what what happened on Tuesday night and how we should where we should go from here, and if we don't, you know, certain things could could you know start to start to steamroll on us. Uh, you, you need to read it. So just Google Tim Worley. It'll probably be the first thing to come up. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I'm just gonna say, go dogs. We're gonna kick ass next year. Yep. So you'll you'll hear from us sometime. But um, just be 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 safe out there. We'll we'll have a national signing day episode. Probably. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You and, unless it's those. like not eventful. Then we're just going to move on to our getting drunk and talking about Georgia football history and stuff like that. We'll, we'll have <laughs> which, a I'm very, which I'm very excited That could be really fun. I'm serious. We're going to do that. I look forward to the drunk episode. We're going to label it as such. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, y'all have a happy new year. And uh, I do want to say, too, uh, as we're kind of finishing off the season, finish on a high note, thank y'all for, for listening to this. This has been fun for us. Uh, we didn't really – anticipate anyone to listen to this and there's actually people that do so that's awesome for us um let us know uh if there were things that you liked didn't like uh that kind of thing Uh, we want to always improve this and um things you want us to do in the off season uh we want to we don't want to not just not get together um and we want to get some hopefully get some cool stuff coming so um but appreciate y'all and uh we 
we're having fun doing it, so we ain't going to quit. So if y'all want to keep hanging out with us. We ain't going nowhere, <laughs> hang, baby. Hang, hang on for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go dogs. Dogs on top. We'll see y'all. Yeah.